0: Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you for checking this podcast out, produced entirely by Anchor.fm. Guys, if you're interested in creating your own podcast, Anchor is the easiest way to do it. And the cool part, it's free. Anchor has all the tools to help you create record, and edit edit a podcast directly from your phone or computer. They even handle the distribution, putting it out to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other sites. What's really cool about Anchor, they even allow you to monetize your podcast. Again, for free, you can generate income from your podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: I don't know about you guys but finding motivated seller leads good ones that you can buy at a significant discount to make a massive profit on are few and far between they're hard to come by unless you're doing a lot of marketing to find these motivated sellers one of my favorite ways to find motivated sellers that's actually one of the cheaper ways the more inexpensive ways Is driving for dollars I love doing it my three biggest deals to date 60 80 and a hundred thousand dollar wholesales have all come from deals that I acquired driving for dollars guys I love driving for dollars I use deal machine to help track it I use them to plot where I have been as well as build lists occasionally I'll use them for some direct mail and skip tracing but regardless, I like using the app versus the old fashioned route of trying to take pictures or write down the addresses because it's safe. It's a lot safer that way and it actually makes driving for dollars fun. Guys, if you are interested in driving for dollars, go use my code Dave, D-A-V-E, over at the Deal Machine app. And with that code, you're gonna get a 14 day free trial you're also gonna get $15 in deal credits. And these deal credits can be used to send some test direct mail or even some real direct mail um, or skip trace your neighbor, your friend, your girlfriend, whoever that might be, and instantly get phone numbers and email addresses that allows you to play with the software. I absolutely love it. I use it two to three times a week minimum. Again, go use my code, Dave, D-A-V-E, to get a free trial and some free deal credits, test it out for yourself. I promise you, you are gonna love this piece of software.
0: Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the discount property investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. Going live. Morning
1: coffee. It's actually about noon.
0: It's morning for Dave. It's
1: morning for me. It's morning for Dave. (laughs)
0: I'm just kidding. Dave works.
1: Morning, coffee. Let's do some case studies, man. Let's talk about some of these Burr Method deals. Let's do it. That we have added to the portfolio. We're trying to make more case studies as we go along. Not
0: just of the Burr stuff either. So our objective is really to go back and look at our entire, what, four or five years now. And just kind of document that. And then as we continue, keep documenting it. Like we've been pretty good at trying to keep up with it, but not really bringing it all together and showing you how a project came together. So that's why these case studies are pretty fun, especially on the Burr deals. Right, Dave? Yep. And the Burr deals, why? Because we basically do everything you can do in real estate investing all in one property. Yeah. So, and that, and that,
1: that's something to talk about for a minute. Yeah. Wow. It. Is, I
0: mean, you think about it, like Burr is like, it's not for beginners, but it is for beginners. Like it, sh- it should be for beginners.
1: We did write a book on this guy. It's called the Burr Method. If you're interested, check it out Amazon and Audible. So, Mike, that's a really good point. We do do everything. Yeah,
0: you win. You we're you, doing a birdie, and you again, gotta buy it a discount. Just the ac- just the acronym. You're buying a house. You're rehabbing a house. You're renting a house. You're refinancing it. I mean, again, that's that's all the stuff you can do. I mean, besides selling it, it's pretty much everything you do in real estate investing. Yes. It's awesome. Yes, so, again, right. so these case studies, that's why they're so much fun to talk about is because we're talking about real estate investing and it's everything. Yeah, that's right. Well, Mike, let's jump in. Let's so do it, man. What is the Burr method? Let's start with that. The Burr
1: method, guys, is a, is a strategy that we use to acquire a lot of assets with little to none of our own money. Um, the way that it works, the Burr method itself, let's start there. It stands for buy, rent, renovate. Rent, refinance, repeat. People may say buy, rehab, rent, renovate, or rent, refinance, repeat. A couple different variations in it, but essentially it's rehab or um, renovate, right? So you buy it, and you've, got, and you've got to buy it at a discount. That's really part of the buy. You know, you can buy something retail, and you can upgrade it. Discount property investors. That's right. It's our big and thing. Update it and increase the value, but, but that's not going to typically increase the value enough to be able to get all your money back, so part of this is buying at a discount. The other part is updating the property, so you know every dollar you spend in updates really makes a dollar fifty or two dollars worth of equity. It's adding value, Dave. That's the that property. That's
0: what something I really really like about it, and I like to talk about is adding value because that's what entrepreneurs, that's what investors are doing. You're creating value or adding value to something. And that's how you make your money as an investor. That's how you really get good at this. You're creating wealth by adding value. It's very cool. That's exactly right. So you're buying at a discount, you're
1: renovating this property. So you've added value by fixing it up. Um, and then you, you got value because you didn't pay retail for it. You got discounts. So those are two things that help. Next, you rent the property out. Okay. And you basically get a lease that you can then show to the bank to say, hey, this is an investment property and it is an asset, not a liability, meaning at the current time it's rented and the rent is bringing in more money than the current debt on the property. So it's cash flowing, okay? And the refinance process can take anywhere from three weeks to seven months, depending on the deal. Um, In the beginning, it's gonna take longer because there is this thing called seasoning And they basically just want to see that you know what you're doing and have experience and the bank is reducing its own risk.
0: I would say in the corona times too, man. I mean, Mm -hmm. banks are just slower. I mean, it's just everything is slower um, in the given time. So plan on, I mean, minimum six months right now, I would say. If you're just starting out, you don't have a lender you're working with, six months is a really good timeline, I'd say, for turning your properties around. Right. So plan on it.
1: Absolutely, man. Well, it's cool.
0: And what I really emphasize or I like to emphasize with the Burr method, Dave, is you can use someone else's money to buy, acquire assets, and build wealth for yourself. Mm. Like It's mind-blowing when you think about it. I literally – we borrow money from someone else to buy an asset and to fix it up.
1: Yeah, we don't like to use any of our own money. So we're we using
0: someone else's money to buy and rehab a property. We're paying them interest and, and pretty handsome interest. Mm-hmm. Then we refinance it with the bank's money. So not our money. And almost always, we get all of our money back, sometimes a little more, sometimes we leave a little in the property, but you're not using your own money. Then you've got a tenant that's going to pay back that mortgage and you're creating value. You're, you're, you're building equity in these properties as well as cash flow monthly. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's really, Like really this really is,
0: cool. wish I, w- I wish I would have started real estate doing this. I knew I always wanted to be a landlord and I was like, okay, landlording, I don't have a lot of money. I'm going to wholesale. Did a whole bunch of wholesaling. Still do. Love wholesaling. Don't get me wrong. Wholesaling is great. We wrote a book
1: on that, too. But the thing about wholesaling,
0: I'm getting excited here. I'm getting excited.
1: (laughs) But the thing about wholesaling is it's a job. Yeah, baby. It's a lot of work. And we love it because it gets us deals and it's fun. But it's a lot of work, right?
0: Look at Dave and I. We're getting old, man.
1: That's right. We're too old to be doing this every day. <laughs>
0: so again, think if we would have started and done burr from day one when you started real estate investing. How many properties would we have now? A thousand? Uh, yeah, we'd have a lot. I mean, we'd probably yeah. move from singles into multis. And I mean, yeah, it's just crazy. So let's jump in, Dave. Let's look at the first case study we've got on this one. Our And the reason we're calling it the first one, this is the first deal that Dave and I... Yeah, we
1: got like four or five of them that we wanted to run through here today. Um so yeah, let's do it. So the first one we did...
0: These are in chronological order so, from when we started out, Dave. That's right. So,
1: so I'm going to drag this onto the screen. We're going to make this full screen. And then we're going to go ahead and add us back here so you guys can see us. So this is a of case study, guys. We are the Discount Property Investors. And 555 A Drive over here in St. Louis, Missouri, 63031 is... The property that we are talking about today, this is actually one of the first that we have that we bought, right? It's our right. very first property very that first we
0: decided to hold as a rental. Burr. Correct. Our first one we decided to hold as a rental. As a rental, mm-hmm. as a
1: company together. Right. Okay. Very cool. So let's go through this and check it out, guys. So property images you can see here of the property. It's uh, it's a ranch home. These are the before photos as well, too. So mm-hmm. Looks like we have a picture of the garage, pretty empty and clean. Picture of like the dining room or family room, wood floors, white walls. You know, looks looks okay. Nothing great necessarily. Um, So the purchase details and the plant. Mike, tell us a little bit about this. Sure.
0: This was again, like we said, our first deal purchased in July two thousand seventeen. Uh, We used a private lender, kind of like we talked about before. So we're not using our own money to buy this. We used a private lender to buy it for $72,300. And back then, we were just kind of estimating about 90 days for a turnaround time. So that's for a uh, to rehab the property and to go through and then get it refinanced with a long-term lender. We figured it takes about 90 days. Mm -hmm. 30 days, kind of fluff it up. Give or take a few, then you know, thirty days to get the refinance done because we had already been talking with our bankers and they said, "Yeah, go for it. We'll we'll finance some properties for you guys." We estimated we we're going to spend about ten thousand dollars on this property because it was not a giant rehab. Uh, again, we didn't have a ton of pictures. Dave showed you a few of them, but again, it wasn't a giant rehab. It was in pretty good shape, so we just thought we'd spend ten thousand, you know, painting, cleaning it up, and then just get a tenant in place. We expected it to be. Um, to rent at about $1,200 a month mm-hmm. and have an $86,000 value when we were finished. So pretty low. So we bought
1: it at 72. We figured 45 to complete, 45 to refi. So we figured 90 days. This is the first one we did. Mm-hmm. 10K repair budget. So we went from 72, with and we wanted to get an, up to 82, right? Is that right? Am I reading this right? Yeah, I think that's 82, right. 82, but then we had an 86K value when complete.
0: Yeah, that seems a little bit low. I feel like that might be we might be incorrect on that one. It's probably about a, probably about hundred k value when yeah, complete. The value
1: was probably closer to a hundred on that. Yeah. One. Okay. Cool. No big deal. Let's keep it moving. So we bought it to wholesale, and this was the first deal that we decided to hold as a company. Uh, we didn't really have a plan. We just wanted to fix it up and try to rehab it and get our money back and mm-hmm. rent it out. That was kind of the the plan that we had with uh, with Burr at the time. So let's see how we actually did on this particular deal. Here is the property images after the fact. So, Mike, I know we did do some renovating, some cleaning, some painting. It doesn't. This looks like that was probably an updated were, kitchen, or was that original?
0: No, that I can't remember. That was original to the property. That's how we bought it. I we think it. Okay. we painted the cabinets, but don't hold me to that. Again, I don't know that we did much. Again, I, I think that a lot of stuff was in good shape. Some of the carpets when they've been replaced. Uh, we weren't using as much of the vinyl as we are now in all the new ones because, again, the carpet was clean, so we just beginning, man. This is the
1: first one. We're starting at the top of the list. I told you, man, we're starting (laughs) at the very first
0: one. (laughs) Yeah, all right, so let's look at the results for the next slide. Okay, there's the results.
1: So we spent seven on the repairs for a total of 79,000 invested. Okay, that makes more sense because 10 put us at 82, right? Right? We did get it rented for 1200 a month with a 459 a month net cash flow after all expenses so guys if you don't know what cash flow is cash flow is what's left after all your bills your first and biggest and most common bill is going to be your mortgage right the mortgage may or it may not include escrows for taxes and insurance on top of that you're going to have maintenance you're going to have vacancy you're going to have capex. These are spend expenses, and then you're going to have management if you have a management company. So the expenses all together still gave us a cash flow on this property of four hundred and fifty-nine dollars a month, which is awesome, very cool. It did appraise for a hundred and a quarter, which is what we corrected on that first slide. Right.
0: I think we were shooting for a hundred back then. Um, and it appraised for a
1: hundred and a quarter for an equity capture. Now again, this is equity capture on paper of forty-five thousand. $700. Wow.
0: Yeah, but this is material. Awesome. This is really material, though. This is really important. And what's funny about Burr is you got to know your numbers. And all these numbers play off of each other. So you can see David mentioned, yeah, it's, it's on paper. But 125000 if we were to refinance out 80% of that, that's more than $80,000, Dave. That's like 90, here, 125 times 0.8. We could have pulled out $100,000. Do you follow? No. We bought the property for 70-something. We spent 7,000, so we're into it for 80. Into it for about
1: 80, yep. Okay.
0: Now, this thing appraised for 125. So if we refinanced out at 80% of the loan-to-value... We could have pulled out $100,000, meaning we could pay off our lender and pocket $20,000. Oh yeah, 96
1: is basically 80% of 125. So about 100, yes. Yeah, so right.
0: I, so I we it. could have pocketed money on have. this deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what we did. I'm pretty
1: sure that we just got the payback.
0: We normally that's what we're shooting yeah. for. We're not trying to leverage ourselves too far. Occasionally we will take the money. Uh it just depends on, you know, the deal and everything. So with with $459 per month net cash flow again, I think Dave's right. I don't believe we um, actually pulled out that money. But a very good deal. Uh, next slide is kind of our summary. Okay, here So is. there's so all that money. Equity
1: capture. There's our property image right there. We have our equity capture at 45 7 a monthly cash flow at 459 And we did refinance this out with long-term debt. We paid back our private lender, which gave us money to buy it and fix it. So we didn't have any of our own money invested. In this deal, which is just awesome. I love doing these burr deals, guys. This is very, very cool. So let's go back. I gotta change my camera here. There we go. Extreme close up on Ooh, Dave. Yeah. That's right. And let's look at the next one, guys. So we have 2477 Ashland. And let's get us back up there.
0: There we go. All right, guys. So this is another Burr case study. Uh, this is our second deal that we've done together as the Discount Property Investor team, located here in St. Louis, Missouri. Two four seven seven Ashland. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into what Burr is. Burr again is buy, rehab, refinance. What did I skip? Rent and repeat. Rent, refinance, repeat. Rent, I always refinance. do that too. Always. It doesn't matter. It's a lot For of hours. Hours in there. What? There's yeah, so many R's. I, I get. I get lost. You rent
1: it. You take it to the bank you get a long-term
0: loan, you repeat it.
1: That's the process.
0: All right. So this was our second uh, property that we were implementing the burr on. Dave, let's jump right in, man. All right.
1: 2477 Ashland. I remember this one. This was like a one and a half story. It's in a great little part of town, maybe only about 10 minutes from our office right here. Um, When we bought this property, it needed some updates. I don't know if we have two slides of those pictures or not, but uh, this is actually an upstairs picture. This is a picture, it looks like, of the patio area in the back. Or and that was the where, room.
0: that's the patio. So that was where we did most of the work. I mean, the drywall, this, right. Dry. There
1: was some concrete work we had to do in the basement, but it didn't need a whole lot. Um, so let's take a look. So we purchased this back in 17 as well, 2017. Um, we bought it for $57,000 and change. We used a private lender. We estimated again 45 and 45. So 45 days to complete our rehab, 45 days to complete our refinance, um, the estimated 10K repair budget with 86K value when completed. again, I think that might be a little
0: low again, right? I think that's our, no, I think that was right on this one. On this one, okay. Yeah, no because I so
1: either way, 57 plus 10, we're going to be all in at about 67. And this one exactly was 86. So, this one might have been we had, might, have, might have had to leave a little. Well, and I
0: also, I also had to convince you guys that this area was good. Took you guys a while to come around to the little yeah, yeah. 63114 Overland, St. Anne, yeah, St. Like John. Yeah, they're That's pretty right. good areas. So, the rehab plan
1: Mike or Dave will have to uh, repair the back porch, which we talked about. Uh, we clean and painted the entire house, we did some flooring. But all in all, we didn't do anything major. We didn't do any bathrooms. We didn't do any windows or roofs. We didn't do any any uh, kitchens. Um, there was a lot of cosmetic stuff, but not that much, right? We we estimated about ten about ten grand in in repairs. So again, we cleaned it up. We painted it. You know, we got all yeah. of the floors um, cleaned. I don't know if we did do a full sand and stain. We may have just done a poly on them. And this kitchen was basically the before and the after picture.
0: It was. So, so you can see the middle image is that back patio after. So it was, there was missing drywall. It's all cleaned up. The kitchen, one thing we do, especially when there's decent cabinets, is we'll save them and we'll clean them really, really well and then add poly on top of it. So it really makes them shine, makes them pop, makes them look like new. It's a pretty cool uh, way to save older cabinets and make them look super, super clean and super, super new. So let's I go ahead and jump it. into the next slide, okay, there, so Dave. Yep,
1: let's keep it moving. So we spent thirteen on our repairs. We estimated ten. We went over just a little bit, but that brought us to a total amount invested of seventy thousand. We went and re-rented. See, I think that that eighty-four was wrong. It's one hundred four, man. That's what I'm saying. We we rented it for twelve hundred a month. No big it's deal. Not wrong.
0: It's what our expectations. Versus reality.
1: Okay, Dave. Okay. So
0: again, these are what we thought we were going to do versus what actually happened. I see what your mind is. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. You created the slides. So again, my friend. I know. I get it. So we, so <laughs> we thought we were going to spend ten on repairs when we spent thirteen. Uh, just like we thought it was going to be worth a hundred or eighty-six, and it was worth 104 hundred and four. See what I'm saying? I do. I like. Yeah, the yeah, yeah man. Makes, these I are real sense. results, yeah, baby. That makes sense. So we rented it at
1: twelve hundred. In this case, we had five hundred and fourteen dollars a month in net cash flow. That's again, that's after all of our expenses. That's our mortgage. Our management, our maintenance, so on and so forth. Um, it did appraise at one hundred four, and again, we kind of estimated eighty six. Mm-hmm. So we got a good appraisal on this, and we didn't even really renovate this entire property, right? Again, we didn't do a kitchen, we didn't do a bathroom, we didn't do roof or windows. Now we did spend thirteen thousand dollars, but you know, some people could spend thirteen grand on a bathroom, right? So we we kind of let that money expand out and and do as much as we could with it for the most part. So appraise at 104 with an equity capture of $33,987. The results on this deal, again, 33,987 equity capture, monthly cash flow at $514 a month. And we didn't, we're not touching on the actual dates in terms of timeframe, but we are talking about our estimated Mm -hmm. 45 and 45. And to be very clear and transparent with you guys, you know, now, we're able to do it in 45 and 45. When we first started, it probably took us probably more like 60 and 60 or even closer to 90 and 90 because, again, we didn't have all of our relationships with our bankers. And we didn't have our, our good set of crews that are that are working with us and, and making it more efficient. You know, every day in our business, we're getting better and better at that. So. Yeah. It,
0: yeah, it varied for sure. Some projects took us a long time. Some of them were done really quick. So, yeah. Awesome, very cool. So that is
1: basically number two. That was that, that was two four seven seven, Lindsay. Ashland. or Ashland two four seven seven Ashland. Next, let's take a look at five sixty Jamaica. Gonna do a couple little camera tricks here, guys. Let's go to this one, and we're gonna go to Jamaica. Yeah, let's get us back up there, bud. All right, five sixty Jamaica. This is the. Basically, the third case study that we're going to be looking at today, guys, 560 Jamaica. Here are some photos of the property. Uh, it looks like you could use some paint. The flooring looks kind of dated. Uh, the outside looks like it has like a little bit of a carport on the side of the house. Uh, we don't have a very good front photo of the property, but it doesn't matter. This is a rental, guys. It doesn't matter, right? So the purchase, we bought this one back in... Looks like July of 2017, we bought this for 59,461 using a private lender. Again, we estimated 45 and 45. That's the rehab and that's to refinance. Um, The estimated 16K repair budget with $93,000 value when we completed and about 1150 in rent. So we borrowed about 60 plus 16. So it's about seventy-six thousand total but we estimated 16 grand for the repairs so let's see how we actually did here was our rental rehab plan this was uh first bigger project using third-party contractors good notes in there clean paint new counters new water heater new hardware and clean and paint basement exterior cleanup
0: yeah so there's a lot of big a lot of little stuff but again, we were using a third-party crew. So what David touched on is that we used our um, – we were kind of using hodgepodge. We didn't really have crews at the time. And then this one we actually hired out because, again, our crew was doing some of the flips for us but not necessarily the burr projects. So we didn't really have a full-capacity crew. So we hired a third-party contractor. Mm-hmm. So, again, how do you get good at that? You got to do it. So we hired third-party. They uh, – did most of this for us, Dave. The next slide, I think, has our pictures of after. And again, we are not great, or we were not great at documenting all this. So again, we yeah, don't have again, tons this is just of from pictures. Our archives of photos from exactly. back then,
1: but we got about a hundred of these to, to get through, guys. So what are we on? Number three. Mm-hmm. It's going to get better. Yeah, Absolutely. hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here's our rehab photos. It looks like they did you new countertops, mm-hmm. new probably new fixtures. And the bathroom,
0: it looks like we didn't clean it up much. I mean, we didn't paint the tile like we would do now. Um, yeah, so that – and exactly. We've learned a lot of tricks too. So it looks like we put a new vanity in, but we didn't paint the tile. And mm-hmm. by paint, we mean glaze. Glaze it. So make it a lot of those – Pretty and new looking. Exactly. The tub, maybe you have to leave in place uh, because of expense or whatever, but you can have it glazed. And again, glazing the tub – is not perfect. And it does get worn and beat down, but it lasts for a few years or a few tenants and it makes it look white, clean and new. So again, you get a higher appraiser or a- appraised value. The appraiser comes through and says, oh, this looks really nice. It looks new. It looks clean. It looks nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, these are kind of some of the tricks that we've picked up over time.
1: Very cool. Let's look at the results here. So we spent 17 grand on repairs. So again, we had a total of about 76. Bought it for 59 and change. We'll call it 60. Added seventeen in it, 76000 and in change was what we had invested in this deal. We rented it for $1,150 a month with a, with a net cash flow of $472. That's after all of our expenses. It's $472 a month coming in, which is awesome on this property. It appraised at $95,000 for an equity capture of eighteen dollars and some change. So here's our results. $18,339 equity capture. Monthly cash flow on this one was $472.
0: So what's really neat? Okay, so although we spent more than we expected. We said we were going to spend 13 and we spent 17. And it appraised for 95. We were able to refinance this at 80% loan to value and get $76,000 back. We had to leave a so little. In. Very little exactly. So, so we leave a little. Bucks but if you point. noticed, the monthly cash flow is 472. So after one or two months we've got all of our money back. So again, yes, there was some money left behind. 100% full transparency and sometimes we leave even more behind. But it comes back to us in the cash flow. That's, that's why right. you have to know your numbers and you have to be planning on $3 to $400 per month in net cash flow net. after everything is taken out. That's very important to us. It's a great point, Mike. Sweet, sweet. So that's number 3 that was Jamaica. Let's look at another Burr study or another Burr case study. All right, and I think we're starting so, to get more pictures on some of these. All right,
1: four two ninety El Dorado. Awesome. What we're be looking at next here, guys. Two ninety El Dorado, and this one. Here we go. Some before photos. It is. Where is this one? Is this in fluorescent, Mike? I can't remember. It is indeed fluorescent. Looks like a little ranch. It's a brick home, and on the inside, you can see we had some dated. Uh, kitchen, right? You have dated flooring, you have dated cabinets and countertops. I'm not sure what that lower picture is. It's cut off by the logo. This appears to be the basement here. It looks like it's, uh, it was finished at one point, but it's kind of dated. Make so on to the top
0: – yeah, the top right where we are hanging out, that's actually the bonus room off the back of the house in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, see that nice yeah. window? Mm-hmm. So that's like a big old bonus room. So this is a three-bed, uh, one-bath upstairs, and it had a um, – and I think we might talk about this in the next slide. It had a uh, half-bath in the basement or a full-bath in the basement, Uh-oh. but they put yeah. they put concrete in the pipe. They just covered oh, it up I and said so they didn't want that. people doing it. Yeah, This is – El Dorado, so, right, Eldorado, right? Yep, Eldorado. Okay. So you see, and then they had that ugly wood panel in the rest of the basement. <laughs> so yeah, go on to the next slide. You'll remember it when you see it, Dave. It's, all right, all yeah. Right. Yep,
1: yep. All right, moving on, moving on. Purchase details and plan. We purchased this, guys, for $59,000. Again, this is back in 17. We're starting at the beginning. We're going to be doing a lot of these case studies. Um, so this one was a couple years back, but it was, again, this was, what, number four that we had done as a team here? Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, purchased it for 59000 We used private money, private lenders. We estimated the 45 and 45. That's days to complete rehab and then days to complete our refinance. Now, if you're working with a lender that requires some seasoning, meaning it needs to be had, needs to be leased for at least, let's say, 60, 90, maybe even 120 days, then make your projections based off of that, right? Our, our plan and goal is gonna be a little different than what your plan and goal is. So, you know, figure those out and make those projections accordingly. At this point in time, we already had a lot of lenders in place. And again, our goal was the 45 and 45. Now we estimated a $19,000 repair budget on this one with $100,000 value when we complete. And we had estimated a $1,200 a month in rent based upon those estimates. Okay, so the rental rehab plan, 19K rehab budget. What were we going to do with that? Well, we wanted to fluff up the kitchen a little bit, save the cabinets and paint them.
0: Okay, because they didn't look like they were broken or too beat up or kicked in. They just dated looking. Well, and that's the thing. This is a rental. A lot of old houses have solid wood cabinets, but they're just old. They're just old. So if they're not treated bad, if they're in decent shape, it really is tough to rip them out. And just throw them away and put in new, cheaper cabinets. So again, we we try to save a lot of times if we can, for for the Burr properties. Yep, absolutely.
1: I love it. We did do the new countertops and we bought new appliances. Those are two things that it's really hard to update. You can't update appliances like by fixing them or I mean they just get old and you have to throw them away. So you buy new ones. Countertops, same scenario. They they get old. They fade. They get chips in them. They may be peeling if they have like some sort of laminate or vinyl on it, and whatnot. They just look bad after about 10 years. So we can just replace those and it's relatively cheap. We did do new flooring throughout the house, which goes a really long way, guys. Think about the flooring and the walls. I mean, that's that's what the majority of any property is. It's the floors and it's the walls. Um, And then, so if you can update those, paint them, clean them, sand them, stain them, um, it's going to make the entire house look a lot cleaner and more updated just by doing those two things. So we did flooring and we did paint. We repaired the basement bath, uh, which again, Mike had stated it wasn't workable because there was concrete poured in the. Did they pour it in the toilet and then flush the toilet? No, (laughs) no. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember that we had to dig it up. Yeah, and and, and
0: it wasn't a big deal, though, because I was thinking, oh man, we're going to have to bust up all the pipes, but they ended up. It was just like. It was only like. Yeah, exactly. There was like nothing. So they just I they think were it might to have been a, it out and it might
1: have been either somebody that got foreclosed on or a tenant that was getting kicked out that was just like F these owners I don't know man you know that's yeah. kind of what I would think but regardless we did have to fix that basement uh, pipe and we had a bathroom that was non-workable did we make it workable or would we just
0: remove it and mm-hmm. made it workable yeah
1: because that helps your appraisal guys that's that's something that's your be— your
0: appraisal your rent your little that. that's such yeah. a good point
1: so again clean and paint new light fixtures. And we brought it to code. Now, one thing I do want to mention, Mike, is that adding light fixtures goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Light fixtures are relatively cheap. And if you have ceiling fans in your bedrooms or, you know, just these old light fixtures in your kitchen or your bathroom, swapping out a light fixture costs anywhere from $40 to maybe $250. And it will make a home look much more updated by doing that than not. So I will. Yeah. And
0: I would say that we, we put ceiling fans in almost every room and we're very picky about them. We get inexpensive ones, but we like the ones with the with light bulbs where you can put 3 or 4 light bulbs in it mm. as opposed to the new ones with one little LED light that's got a globe over it. They're dark. They're dark. So again, Dave's yeah, point about bringing up to, the light in. Yeah, making it bright in the house and adding a ceiling fan, it's amazing little things like that just makes such a big difference in these properties. So let's go ahead and take a look so that's our slides. rental that was a the rehab plan
1: guys here's the image afterwards we redid the floors we redid the paint look how good how good this picture on the left looks i know it's just a picture of an empty room i get it but when you paint the walls like a gray color and you do white trim on the floors and then you paint the windows i mean it just looks clean mm-hmm. it looks it looks nice so here is a picture it looks like of the newer countertops we're doing ashland right no this is el dorado new countertops, and then look at the bathroom. Now, Mike, we had a picture a minute ago of a bathroom very similar. It was it blue. Had that blue tile. So guess what? We didn't go in and rip all that blue tile down and put this nice fancy white tile in. That bathroom looked just like this one. We glazed it, which essentially is painting it with a very thick, very durable paint. You can also use this glaze on the tub. So you can, I can see in this picture, brand new toilet, brand new vanity, brand new flooring, which typically is a, like a peel and stick or even a groutable peel and stick. We don't really do anything ceramic, guys. The reason is, is because ceramic breaks.
0: It's two reasons. Well, that's one. It it's breaks. A, it's expensive for two. Well, okay, three. Three. It's yeah. expensive. It breaks. And it's harder to install. It's harder to install. So it takes longer.
1: You need a tile saw. You need, more, you need a yeah. tile saw. You need it's more you need, skill. You need more skill. Right. Whereas we for these rental grade properties, we like to use very durable flooring. And something that somebody can essentially lay down and cut with a with a with an X-Acto knife or whatnot. I mean it works really, really well. Maybe you we finish it with quarter round, maybe you don't. It doesn't matter. But again, you can see the updates that we did in these slides here. Some more after photos. This was that basement that's, bathroom. That's look at the that basement bathroom. Yep. I love it, man. So
0: it's a three quarter where it has a shower, not a full bathtub down there. Mm-hmm, but man, again, it it's great. doesn't
1: look like we did much to the shower. Is that new or no?
0: Mm-mm. Like, no, that we that just literally there. just chipped out the we concrete, cleaned it up. Yeah.
1: Put in the vanity, painted the floors and the walls. This is a perfect example of that peel and stick type tile that we use, guys, or maybe it just clicks together. Yeah, the luxury vinyl, luxury mm-hmm. vinyl. I mean, we're getting this for what a dollar seventy to two bucks a foot, give or take. It's
0: about two bucks now. Call yeah, two bucks a foot. Yeah,
1: but the the cost to install it isn't two bucks a foot. Mm-mm. You know, it's somebody that was on the on the team on the crew, and we're just paying them hourly, so it's it's much 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 more cost effective. Uh, let's look at the results, Mike. Go ahead.
0: Sure. So this one we spent quite a bit on. We spent twenty one thousand dollars on it. Uh, so again, since we got such a good deal when we purchased it, uh, it mean we were into this property for eighty thousand, and I believe our expectations were it was going to be worth about a hundred when we were done. So we were expecting to be worth about a hundred. We ended up spending twenty one. We're at eighty thousand dollars. So eighty thousand over a hundred thousand that's eighty percent. So we'd be okay even if it just appraised at what we had expected it to. What actually happened, it appraised for 118. dollars So we captured $38,000 in equity. Wow. This is what's so fun about Burr is we're creating value for ourselves using someone else's money. Yeah. So we we created
1: $38,000 in value by buying something at a discount and then fixing it up and then getting it rented. So we take that to the bank and we say, hey, look, money's coming in. It's cash flowing, right? Um, Here's what it's going to be worth. What kind of loan are you going to give us? They send the appraiser out, and they give us loans anywhere from seventy to eighty percent. In this part of town, we're probably getting eighty percent loans. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine that's the majority of the loans that we're getting are eighty percent. But again, Mike, I love it. We captured thirty-eight grand worth of equity. Let's take a look at our results. Not only did we capture thirty-eight grand worth of equity, but we are cash flowing. That's yeah, not that's right. wrong. That's, that's Go back to the annual, last slide. That's an annual cash flow, probably right there, right? Well,
0: two ninety. I don't know. It Doesn't matter. Just leave it on this flow. slide for the end here. Yeah, that's fine. So. Rented at twelve hundred a month, two hundred ninety dollars per month. Thirty-four
1: eighty. I just did the math. That's the annual amount. Gotcha. So it's two ninety a month. No problem. Though, Which no again
0: problem. is relatively low for our portfolio. When you're that low, and again, be very, very careful. Make sure you are accounting for vacancies. Make sure you are accounting for uh, maintenance, property management, et cetera, et cetera. Make sure you're accounting for all these things when you're trying to calculate your cash flow. So our two ninety is a true. 290, or it's a, a pretty accurate 290, I would say, mm-hmm. which is difficult. And it's difficult for a lot of new investors to really get that. If you're looking at just your mortgage payment and the rent and the difference between those two, you're probably not actually cash flowing 290 because there's going to be maintenance, because there's going to be repairs. Repairs are huge. We have about a hundred doors or so, hundred and something doors. I, I, don't, I can't even tell you how many air conditioners I replaced this year. And if we didn't factor in the fact that we were going to spend money on maintenance, it would crush us. Like, it would just crush you. So you have to, have to, have to account for that. Like, our actual bank account, we're probably making 400 500 a month on it. But because we take those factors into consideration, we only live off of 290 Yeah. We only call it 290 Hey,
1: real quick before we can
0: proceed, Let's I just want to answer this quick question
1: here. It's I love from it. Brian, it says... How do you take the money out if the bank is not allowing people to take the money out of rentals? So we're not taking the money out. This is not a cash out refi, Brian. This is a refinance that pays back another lender. So you have to think whenever we go to refinance, they're going to say, hey, what all loans and liens are on the property. We're going to submit the existing current debt. So what, what what the goal is here is to not walk with 5, 10, 15 grand. although that can happen occasionally, the goal is is just to have your 80% of appraisal to be at or above what the debt is. and therefore you're not cashing out. You're just having the bank replace one debt with another, but the new debt, bank loan debt is long term low interest
0: rates. So there's and again, there's a couple right? things on that too. So Dave is absolutely right. And it's considered more of a rate and term refinance, or it can be, uh, if you've had the property for long enough. It's a rate and term refinance, not necessarily a cash out refi. You also, though, if you, one bank tells you no, and this is something we kind of skipped over, go to another bank. Right. So this is something that we emphasize. They learn a
1: lot about it in our-, in our We book, emphasize
0: Burr it in this, is that one of the most important things people don't realize about the Burr method, before you get started buying, go get pre-approved. You have to talk to three, maybe four, maybe five lenders. Figure out how you can get approved before you buy the property. That, that is really, really important. And if you didn't, no big deal. But start hunting down local banks that are willing to lend. We prefer commercial loans because we can get loans in our LLC and there's no cap on it. There's not as many restrictions. Mm. Uh, the rates aren't quite as good. Again, we're going to pay a little bit higher interest rate. But again, it it gives us the ability to do this. Yeah, absolutely. so like it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You're using someone else's money to pay it. Cool. So yeah, that's very very important. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you saw that question and asked about it.
1: All right, let's do or one more, it. guys. One more. This is sixteen thirty two Langholm. This will be number five for today. Again, we are doing case studies on the Burr method. 1632 Langholm is the property. This is the fifth property
0: Mike and I did together. Dave, you bought this one. Tell us about how yeah, you found the so deal. Yeah, so check this one
1: out. You know, man, I don't remember how I bought this deal. It was a while ago. We've had I know you for... were the.
0: I know you were the buyer, though. I man. did buy so, this deal. So this is when that. we're heavy into wholesale, but uh, Dave, I remember was. Yeah, the... but I
1: liked this deal. Here's why I liked it. It's a four bedroom house. All four bedrooms were on this right side, mm-hmm. and then you had a huge family room right here, and then a, a dining room in the middle, and then a kitchen in the back. And it had a fenced-in backyard. It just had a good lot. This is a photo taken in the winter because the grass is all dead here, but it just had, it had a lot of potential to bring in a lot of rent, and I also noticed that it didn't need that much rehab. So you can see, the, the, here's when we bought it. Um, I know that we did new flooring in this house, we did new countertops, and we did new paint. I'm pretty sure we left the cabinets, but I could be wrong. Um, and, again, I think we painted these bricks here. So You're
0: working too hard, man. Go and, to the next slide. Paint and
1: flooring go a long way with rental properties, guys. Look paint at that memory. Flooring. So I know I'm working hard here. Purchase details. We purchased this again. This is the fifth one we bought. Mike and I have over 100 doors at this point from the burst Strategy. You're damn near close to it. Mm-hmm. This is the fifth one back in 2017. Seventy-nine thousand and change was our private lender purchase price. Again, forty-five and forty-five was the rehab and uh, refinance estimated. That's kind of a, that was our goal. And then again, we estimated about fifteen k in in repair budget, right? And we are hoping with a eighty thousand dollar purchase and a fifteen k in repair that puts us at about ninety-five. That it would be worth one nineteen, and that's also with an estimated rent. Of twelve hundred a month. So let's see how we actually did on this deal. The rehab plan, real quick. Uh, it was in good shape. It was a mostly cosmetic flip or renovation, you should say. We did save the cabinets. We did do the new floors. I remember those floors. Uh, we did new flooring throughout. We did a bathroom fluff up. I think two of them even. Paint, clean, and then of course bring it up to code. That's that's one of the things that you always have to do when you're doing your renovations. Mm-hmm. Because you can't get a license to rent it, which
0: basically means you have an
1: occupancy inspection. Yeah.
0: So here in St. Louis, we have without uh, bringing it up to code, we have a ton of different different municipalities, and each one of them kind of has their own different little uh, requirements. Unfortunately, they say they're all the same; they're pretty similar, but it's a little bit different. But you have to get an occupancy inspection. And an occupancy permit to move into most of these properties. Right. So that's it why it's for a good reason. It is. It's, it's safe. Safety. Well, the intent is good. Intent is good. And a lot Sometimes of them the inspectors are beat. are are <laughs> thorough. We'll put it like that. Thorough. They're thorough. So right. we bring everything up to code. Again, we want to make them safe, clean, nice places to live. That is always our goal. That's right.
1: All right, keep it moving here. So here's some after photos, guys. Look how pretty those floors look. That's two dollar a square foot floor from I don't know, Home Depot or maybe hoods, uh, but it looks so good. That is not real wood. Doesn't matter. That's also more durable than most floors. Maybe not wood itself, but maybe, depending on how
0: you I, treat them. Personally, I think it is. It might be, man. I mean, really, they don't scratch Yep.
1: and or dent like a wood floor would. Um, and they're waterproof, mm-hmm. which is so cool, right? I guess wood isn't waterproof, so it's more durable than wood. <laughs> looks like wood. I love it. We kept the cabinets, guys. We did do new countertops and it looks like we did a new light fixture. I thought we painted those bricks, but I guess we didn't. We painted the walls though. So again, yeah, we, but look at it. I mean, I mean it, look at the yeah, picture right. looks great. Night and day difference from the before and after is great. Let's take a look at what we really spent. So we guesstimated a little less than, than I think it was 16 or something along those lines. We ended up spending 20 on the repairs, but that totally put us in at 102.998. That was what we are into this lo- into this loan. With our lender, probably with the, with the interest occurred already, right? Like at the time of refi, we owed $102,998. We did get it rented for $1,250 a month, which brought us $456 a month in net cash flow after all of our expenses, all right? It appraised for $130,000 for an equity capture of twenty seven dollars so it appraised for 130, dollars but we owed our private lender $102,998. So we had that equity capture of $27,000 and some light change right there with a monthly cash flow of $456, all right? Um, looks like we do have some, a property image of the photo, but we kind of already seen that one. But again, just another great example of what we can do and we apply the Burr method, guys. The Burr method. Buy, renovate or rehab, rent it out, refinance it, repeat it. It is gives you the ability to buy properties with little to none of your own money by using private or hard money lenders, fixing those properties up, taking those properties and, and putting them on the market for rent, or hiring a property manager. Mike and I are too busy to be renting our own. We have a manager that does it for us. He goes and rents those properties once we have that lease all right we have some before and after pictures and we can prove that we rehabbed and updated this property and some banks will have a minimum they'll say we want to see at least 15,000 worth of updates if we're going to lend on the appraisal and the appraisal only and that's fine we typically I think our average is what 17
0: it's yes I think 16, 16 17 or 17 like yeah. grand
1: on average for about hundred rental properties right or hundred doors let's say about 16 grand per property, we take it to the bank, we, we'd say, hey, we wanna get a refinance loan, this isn't a cash out, it's just paying back another lender or another bank or even another institution, right? And as long as we can get, you know, at or above 75 to 80% of what that appraisal amount is with our all-in costs, we can pay back those private lenders and have none of our own money in the deal. Now, to be completely transparent, we leave money in these deals, Typically it's about twelve hundred bucks on average over the course of all of them that we done. In the beginning, we were leaving in 15, 10, 12, 18 grand because we didn't know how to zero this in exactly, right? Maybe we weren't buying low enough, maybe we weren't adding enough value. A couple different things may have happened to the you know to, to say why we would be leaving money in. But every deal we do, we're getting better and better and better. We're making sure that we're not underestimating our repairs. We're making sure we're buying it aggressively at a discount to ensure that whenever we get to the closing table on the refi, that we bring zero or as close to zero as possible. Now, full disclosure, we have walked away from deals with money in our hand before. Probably five or eight times. We don't like doing that, though, because we don't want to increase the debt. The goal here is actually zero, if that makes sense at all. It's to be in and out for none of your own money. And if you have to leave a little bit in, that's fine. But would you like to acquire a rental property with twelve hundred dollars out of your pocket at the end of the day? It's about what we're averaging right now. Twelve hundred dollars.
0: I mean again, what price can you put on it? It compare that to after
1: four or five months of cash flow none of your own money.
0: Compare that that to the traditional method. Save up, save up, save up, put twenty or thirty percent down. So think about a hundred thousand dollar property, you're talking about leaving thirty thousand dollars of your own money. Yeah, in. Twenty to thirty grand. And like it's that hard is to save twenty or thirty grand too, right? Dude, good luck. Like, are you kidding me? Right. So this is
1: this is it, guys. This is why we do it. We love doing it. It's
0: creating wealth. We just did
1: five case studies: 555 Benet, 2477 Ashland, 560 Jamaica, 290 El Dorado, and 1632 Langholm. If you are just now watching, scroll back, rewind, check these out. These are case studies on the Burr method, deals that Mike and I, this is real life case studies that we did on properties. And we're gonna be bringing you guys a lot more of this to come. Thanks for watching, signing off. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit